The most celebrated name in live comedy is finally coming to Las Vegas. The Comedy Cellar is opening this April at the Rio Hotel and Casino. Since 1982, the Comedy Cellar has been home to the premier names in comedy. And now, on April 5th, the Comedy Cellar is bringing that tradition to the world-famous Rio Hotel and Casino. The Comedy Cellar at the Rio combines the reputation of New York comedy with the glamour of Sin City. Come see the best comedians in the world Perform at the Comedy Cellar, now at the Rio. Tickets available at ComedyCellar.com and Ticketmaster.com. You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. And Neil. Welcome to the Four Corners Podcast with Lenny Marcus. Joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Neil Potter. Hey there. Four topics, 15 minutes each. We're just killing time. Kill it with us. Our Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the number four, cpodcast at gmail.com. Our guest today, if you have attended a comedy show in New York City in the last 20 years, there's a good chance you've seen today's guest host it. Comedian, host, producer, ladies' man, this Boston-born boy was the popular host of Late Net with Ray Allen, the first comedy variety show to simultaneously combine both in-studio and interactive online audiences. He produced The Latin Legends of Comedy. He has appeared in commercials, web series. He's a superstar talent alumni. And short films. And right now he's best known for being the owner of the Aruba Ray Comedy Club on the island of Aruba, where he does everything, booking, promotions, hotel accommodations, and probably even takes out the trash. <laughs> Aruba Ray, Ray Allen. Hello. That's a, that's a, that you like be, that? That's a hell of an intro. You like that intro? That's fantastic. And takes out the trash. We'll just tell, we got to fill people in. You have one of the famous, the jokes that every comic knows, because you've been doing it since the dawn of time. Does, does everybody know about that Barbara. About Barbara. Everybody my, knows about, <laughs> how is Barbara? Barbara's good. Thank God she's good. You but. once said, you know, you, you dated a woman named Barbara. And it's and you same name as my mother. Same name as your mother drove you crazy because instead of take you know uh, give it to me fast, give me to me fast when you were having sex. Ooh, ooh, Ray, oh, take out the trash, take out the trash. So take out the trash. Like uh, if anybody brings up Ray Allen, the first thing out of their mouth, hey, do you know Ray? Take out the trash, take out the trash. So uh, nobody's been better to me in this business than you. Thank you, Lenny. I gotta say, nobody's been better. I've had some good gigs in life, but you know you don't get a lot of referrals over and over again but ray's always been there and like and we go back to the beginning i remember sitting at the cellar at like 1 30 in the morning with you and you know you natterman Maneve, watching him eat them at a house and home and <laughs> judah come in and eat four meals <laughs> right. because they didn't pay us right they gave us food that was it you got food is that what are your memories of back then well we were doing the it was the cellar, and at the time, they just did like one long show. It would be like right. like like nine to two. Yep. It was like a one long five-hour show, and the audience would rotate. Yep. They would just have people. Some people might stay for five hours. Other people were like in and out, you know, for an hour and a half, an hour, two hours, whatever whatever it is. And it was sort of, I mean, I, I you know, almost always went on after one o'clock in the morning. Me too. You know? It made you, it, I think it definitely make, makes you a better comic to, to do that kind well, of a thing. Back then it did because was, there was like ten people there. 
Right. And it was like you were the brick wall is right there. Yeah. So it was this intimate room. And, and people said, you know what it's great for? Balls. Stage balls. Yeah. Nice to say. Sure. Remember at the, at, the, at the Boston Comedy Club? Did you ever work there? Yeah, I did work Boston with Neil. That's how Neil and I. Neil had his own show, show Saturday night. First, uh, what was it? Eight o'clock? Yeah. Really? I, I thought it was a nor- you know, eight o'clock in the village. It was unbelievable. Sure. Eight o'clock Shitty. in the village. We had our own show. It was one. It was five dollars. One drink. Wow, people it was a great kill. show because it was packed every time. Packed great. every time. And you could do nothing to make it packed. I mean, it would just be packed. It's amazing. Yeah. It was yeah. on a main street there on West Third. Yeah, and it was in a village. Everyone wanted and to go to comedy for like two years. I would come into the city until I moved in, and he, I would do this show, and it was just incredible. It was me, him, Scalero. Um, it wasn't until they got in there that they realized that what it, what we had done to them that we scammed them. <laughs> scammed them. They realized <laughs> why don't we have an eight o'clock show? Wait if they a can second, sell it out. Right. these guys aren't all the pictures. And that club, it's like I remember it was such a dump, and it was like it was always hot in there and stuff. But the shows were incredible. I mean, yeah. it was like it was electric in there. It, yeah, it could, could be. be. Yeah, it could be. A it great could be club. a great room, but it could also be like brutal. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I remember there's it Do had the the best Italian restaurant in New York. The next to that was a firehouse, and next to that was this comedy club. Yeah, it was such a and a dump. I mean, on the, it's second, kind of dump. On the second floor, it wasn't like it was you had to walk right. up, yeah, walk, walk up a flight. Uh, and the bathrooms were awful, <laughs> awful. Louis Schaefer used to have to would stand out there and That's just right. bark. Louis Schaefer, good to see you. Come on in, handsome man. Come in, enjoy some comedy. Yeah, he would get he would bark on the street. Jason Steinberg worked the door. He would collect the five dollars from people, and he didn't say anything. You know, like Neil Brennan also worked the door there. Oh, he did. Who ended up, you know, creating. Co-creating Chappelle show with, amazing. With Dave Chappelle. That's amazing. And if you watch Crashing on HBO, they, I got chills. They yeah. recreated that room exactly what it looked yeah. like. Yeah, exactly. I, I, didn't, I didn't get chills. You didn't get chills. No, what, not you at have all. bad memories. No, just no, there's no chills to that. What do you mean when you see I a mean, room yeah, that they, looked exactly? It doesn't exist anymore. And they, they didn't even and they didn't need to do that. That's the thing. It's almost like that must have been like a pet project. Because why did they have to make it be, be a perfect replica of the old Boston comic? Because yeah, no it's one cool really, they it's did it. Not like anybody really relate. It wasn't like the bar from Cheers or something. Right. <laughs> I know what you mean. But <laughs> right. they, they uh, it was like I was like just putting someone uh, some. Well, they, to be honest with you, had the, an intern keep them busy. Yeah, I mean the. Um, the set design on that is probably like seventeen dollars because it's that's it was right. a dump. They did they, it yeah, wood they, did, they went to a junkyard. Yeah, <laughs> they pulled whatever they could out of that. <laughs> but it looks exactly like what it looked like back in the day. Very weird. Very weird. Here's some of the other stuff that you came up with. I remember the first gig I did that you're like, I'm doing a show at a place called the Gold Rush. Oh my god! And I st- forgot about that. <laughs> I still bust your balls about sure. that. You're like the Gold Rush. Yeah. Why? Because you're like, this is a g- you're gonna get fifty bucks. Yeah. And fifty bucks weekday. Weekday back then was like seventeen thousand dollars. It was on Tenth what, Avenue. And what thirty four? Thirty four, thirty eighth. Thirty eighth. Fifty bucks plus dinner. The food was pretty good, and it was a weekday, and it was like basically I met a guy to show. He was kind of a he wasn't he was a little slippery. And I met him. Well, you're a little slippery. And he goes, he goes, I want to do this. He goes, I have a bar. I want to do a show like this in my bar. He goes, could you do that? I go, sure. And then I went and I saw the place. And it wasn't a bad setup for comedy. The only problem was that the the show, the performing area was in like uh, in there was an actual bar. bar. Right. So you had regulars who would sit at the bar just to drink. And they would talk, and there would be like five regulars. But obviously, they could mess up on television. No, there was always a battle in places like that. I always yeah. felt like when, because we, me and Bethel did tons of those shows, and we had our room forever. But I always felt like when a bar came to you or someone came to you, like a restaurant would come to us a lot. 
that they were at the end of the road. They were, this was the last <laughs> they had gone. I think they had gone bankrupt and this is like the last week they had a one week left. Someone said, you got one week left to turn this yeah. around. And then they go comedy, comedy show. <laughs> but I can, I can tell you this, this place ended up, they spent money. They put out full page ads no, in the village go voice. All, they go really all something. out. Yeah. And then, and we had Lewis Black performing. before Lewis was super famous. Did but they shut off the TV for Lewis Black? They might have. They might have. And oh Gaffigan did a set there. I mean, it was like, they were good shows. No, we had good was, shows. No, no, you had good lineups. Good lineups. Yeah. The yeah. shows yeah. sucked because nobody yeah. listened to a word anyone said. Wally Collins was so miserable, he stood up on the table and was like, attention, and basically <laughs> screamed his act from there. And then I went up and ate it so hard. And then, of course, in your, you know, Fifty bucks in dinner. Fifty bucks in dinner. That's but all that on a weekday. You just well, you made fifty produce, bucks. You produced a lot of shows, but we used to produce a lot of shows. But we, the, the the whole problem with producing shows is that by the end of it, I got so crazed of trying to get people there and all this, I just started yelling at everybody. I mean, at all my friends, I would just be like, "Did you invite anybody? You're a worthless." And then that's why I said I gotta stop because I was yelling yelling at Bethel and my friend. I mean, if Bethel didn't bring like two people, I'd be like, "Don't did you not work one minute on this?" <laughs> Meanwhile, I never brought anybody. <laughs> and that was the end. I was like, "I'm never producing." I don't even know if there was a cut. I don't think there was a cover at the goal. I think it was just free and people, you know, you ate and drank. And no, there wasn't. I don't no, he, know, just right. w- he just wanted a show. It was just like a sports bar or whatever. And yeah. I knew the second you walk in, I was sitting at the table and people are eating, and like, I'm like, hell I couldn't gig. eat. Hell, hell, yeah. hell gig. And so to this day, I still go, the gold. The they gold. had the stuff on the floor, the, the peanut stuff yeah, on the floor. The I'm the like, oh, oh, I'm shit, dead. It was like rush. the Blues Brothers. Yeah. Is this, you know, country and Western? We play both <laughs> kind of, you know? Um, so that was one. But then Ray, you know, came up with a gig. I went, I, we did one time in Las Vegas. Which right. is the great I that when I, I knew like oh my god this I've kind of I'm in show business I that was the first time I thought yeah where was it we well business. they put us up at Caesar's Palace yeah in, in really nice room I'm thought that this has got to be bogus Fl- flight pay for the flight pay for the flight uh, put us up we we uh, it was part of the uh, the TBS comedy festival mm-hmm. Las Vegas comedy festival and Las Vegas comedy festival yeah and we uh, we hosted these shows that were that were good it was like. Uh, several days um, I think I might oh, have been I out there this. for two weeks this. maybe yeah, and you were I think there for a week I was there for a week yeah and they took us out to amazing meals and shows Ooh, they took Ray out to a lot of meals but then he weaseled us in there with him we went yeah we we, we went Lenny and I uh, Lenny and me we went to uh, a place called Guy Savoie at the time it was the <laughs> only five star restaurant in Las Vegas and it was beautiful beautiful restaurant it was like a 10 course uh, meal, tasting menu, tasting menu, and he had a guy. He's like one guy. Like his job was just in charge to be in charge of the cheese trolley. Like he wheeled <laughs> over a thing like forty kinds of cheeses. Some it's, other guy in white gloves rolled over the bread truck. It's like yeah, yeah, fifty yeah. kinds of bread. Somebody else had a dessert trolley, <laughs> no, and it was it was it was. I mean, it was five hundred dollars a person, and they 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 treated oh us. Those God, things make me as angry though because I realized like God, they're. I'm not eating right. Like this is how you're supposed to eat. <laughs> That's how. Like I, I just eat the shitty piece of cheese, and then they, I didn't know you. I, it drives me crazy. Craft singles they isn't cheese. No, they, 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 these things only come around every once in a while. But I hate them because it's well, a, it just makes you. Thr- I'm just like, oh, that's how life's supposed to. Well, like. Ray's really good at you know. He, Ray likes. Are they we'll still talk doing about that the later. festival? They're still doing the comedy. No, no, that's I don't gone. think. I think no, it's no, defunct. No. But yeah. I remember going out about there nine we, years ago. I think it was for TBS, and they that's when they launched the campaign. Very funny. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. TBS that's right. I remember all that's those. Right. Uh, that's right. That was and great. Then, I forgot uh, about that. We had part. a booth, and yeah, you forgot why we were there. TBS very I forgot about the greatest day of Lenny's life, the greatest <laughs> week of Lenny's life. It was like four days. <laughs> I made ridiculous money. I was on a plane. I saw Vegas. I stayed at Caesar's Palace. It was it was pretty cool. Bobby, the Torgasm thing was out there at the time. So it's got to be like 2003. You should produce was another it that long comedy ago? Yeah. You should produce a comedy festival because you can put stuff together. Yeah. I do have that, that skill set. I mean, I, I enjoy putting different things together, uh, uh, and I always feel like I know what uh, the crowd's going to want. So you is know? there a Ruba Comedy Festival yeah, in the future? I've, Whoa, I've, I've there been, we go. Is this, a, is this the first wow. time anybody's yeah. heard of it? It's the first time. It's and been, how long it's been is, that, work. is that? Like oh, a, it's breaking? Is that breaking? Whoa! <laughs> just, just so you know, we've had breaking news one other time, but we weren't we allowed had to a, use it. We had to cut it. <laughs> oh, is that right? <laughs> this yeah. is our second. We big had break. one big breaking news story, and we oh, had this so great funny. story, and then we had to cut. It. <laughs> oh, so this has been in your head? Oh, Aruba absolutely. Comedy that was in my head for for a while, wow, but because you, uh, you know, because as you know, I love I love Aruba. You love Aruba. Love we'll comedy. get to that in a little while. we'll, yeah. we'll talk about that. But let me ask you about um, the Vegas gig. Was fun. That was a fun gig. And that the, re- and that restaurant was. At the time, it was the greatest meal I ever had. Now it's in my top three, and, and all three, are they're not in any what order. What beats that? But, well, they're, they're all the same. They're all 10-course, like French-American restaurants, per se, here in New York. Les Balliers in Boston and Guy Savoie in Vegas. But all I, French restaurants. All, they all happen to be French. And, yeah, yeah. And I, well, I, I they don't happen. That's just always the best, right? I, I guess. I mean, my favorite meal is probably in, is an Italian <laughs> place in the village. El but Molina? I only want to go El Molino. El Molino. But I only like to go there once a quarter because it's such a big meal. We went to Il Molino and I didn't love it. Yeah, but but we also when we were in Vegas at Guy Savoie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're eating this black truffle soup, and Lenny goes, "I said, isn't this amazing?" Lenny goes, "Yeah, I'd be fine eating Chef Boyardee." Yes. No, no, Lenny can't Never appreciate stuff like that. I, you just don't know how to I take know it because you don't do drink that. wine. Did you yeah. drink like you of got course. A, it was a wine pair each each course? Yeah, of wine. that's what that's yeah. that's the kind of palate that I want too. But I don't have that palate either. Oh my goodness! I, but I do better than Lenny. <laughs> I know that I, I try to enjoy it, but Lenny's not going to do anything. He's like, "Just got a burger. If you want, I'll just take a burger. Just got a piece of pizza." Yeah, I'll yeah, go yeah. with you to a, a ten course French American yeah. meal, yeah. and then we'll do a ten course fast food thing. Who's money. paying for that uh, ten course meal with you? The Aruba you? Comedy Festival. <laughs> <laughs> what? Ha- how'd you do the? Um, oh, we almost done. Oh no, how'd you do the? Um, the Latin Kings of Comedy. Latin Legends of Comedy. Latin that Legends. was so. I was interesting. I was hosting a TV show in New York called New York Now. It was on at, at the time. It was called Metro Channel, and I love that. That was my first TV job. It was five days a week. And you know, like Russell Simmons and Mike, Michael, Mike Douglas. Wow! All these—it was great. It was really great, and I loved doing it. Every every morning, you know, uh, we taped, um, and they'd air it. You know, like a few times throughout the day, and uh, it was really exciting. Ed Koch would come on once a week uh, to talk about. I just ask him one question. He just talked for five minutes, and I go, "Thanks so much, <laughs> New York's number one citizen." And we became buddies, and we we go out to dinner every once in a while. And Ed Koch was. He was he was awesome. I mean, it was one time we we would always go to great restaurants, and I'll never forget one place we went to. No one bothered us while we were eating. No one bothered him while we were eating. But when we left, as we walked out, everybody stood up and gave him gave him a standing ovation. Really? It was amazing. The Maya. The, the Maya. <laughs> Another time we were at Il Molino, and uh, you know I usually would take my bread. You know you want to mop up the sauce with the bread, yep. but I didn't know if that was rude or not. I didn't know, and I said, I go, is it is it uh, impolite if I t- take the bread and mop up the sauce and he said you're supposed to <laughs> and uh he was he was great he was a, he was really terrific and um so off i got a call when i was hosting a tv show from this guy he had a latin media company and he asked me he said uh we want to do like a, some latin projects like a, an animated series and a comedy tour 
And he said, can you do that? I said, sure. And I knew some Latino comedians, but I, I got to know others very quickly. And I produced this animated series. John Leguizamo did voices on it. And then uh, I put together this tour. We did it for two years in New York, uh, Miami, Chicago, uh, Jersey. And it was really successful. It was like 40 different Latin comics. And then I had the idea to do this movie, The Latin Legends of Comedy. And I couldn't get anyone else to, to get on board with it. So I just, I rolled the dice. You know, I like to gamble a bit. So uh, I financed it on credit cards. I just, what the hell? I had good credit line at the time. And uh, put it on credit cards. And long story short, I ended up selling it to 20th Century Fox. And, uh, and it did, did okay. Did well. Where did you, you know? shoot it? All over or just one theater? Uh, we, shot it, we shot the movie in New York. And then I put it in film festivals. Okay. And then, uh, and then, and then, you know how I ended up selling it. I was in a, in a film festival in Florida, and everybody there had these amazing marketing materials, like these big, beautiful posters and this and that to promote their movies. And I was by myself. I was in an office in the hotel at three in the morning, hand cutting these horrible flyers. It looked <laughs> just black and white, terrible flyers. And I almost didn't even put them out on the table. I get a call a week after the festival from a guy in L.A. at Fox. And he goes, hey, would you mind sending me a screener of your movie? Uh, I was at the film festival. I said, oh, cool. Did you did you see it at the festival? He goes, no, no, I didn't see the movie, but I, I saw that flyer. I, I thought it looked kind of gritty and interesting. <laughs> so from that crappy black and white off uh, crooked flyer, that's how he they yeah, noticed like, the movie. This guy's Amazing. genius. He did the gritty. He did the he cut it up on purpose the wrong way. It's crazy. It's, you, know, you, 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 you don't know, you, right? Yeah. You never know what's going to happen. Bing. Ray Allen is here. All right. We, the second segment I want to talk about, let's talk about, let's do Aruba. You want to do that? Sure. Okay. So how did the Aruba gig come about? So I, I uh, there was a woman who used to come to shows in New York City. And then she started popping up at shows in Westchester and Long Island and Jersey. It started to get a little weird. I'm like this. This one, just <laughs> she's a Ray Allen fan. She's a Ray Allen fan, okay. like a real so, fan. Like yeah, like yeah. she just enjoyed you know, no, like the, a real fan. No. The vibe I created, <laughs> in Part, the, party of one. To <laughs> yeah, be honest yeah, yeah. with you, <laughs> <laughs> well, can you believe it? It's an outrage. It's an outrage. So the uh, so she's coming to a lot of shows, and one day she said to me, uh, "Do you, uh, I I own a condo in Aruba? Do you want to go?" And I said, "No, like this is weird. Yeah. No, I don't. This is I, I didn't really know her." And then a year went by, and I realized uh, over the course of that year, she's just a super nice person, just a great human being. And I just finished doing Late Net, which I had done for a few years. I think I did Late Net for like four or five years. And that had just wrapped up, and I was burnt out. I really was, you know. And also because I think I had expected that to be, you know, explode once we went to AOL, and then there was a change in management there. So I was just fried. And... I said to her a year after she initially offered me, I said, hey, you know, if that offer still stands, I'd, I'd love to get out of town. I just, I need to take a break. I knew nothing about Aruba. I didn't know where it was. I, was, I knew it was an island. That was it. And she and I went down to Aruba. We stayed at her condo, totally platonic. It was, it was like a, a four-bedroom condo. And she showed me all around the island. We didn't just go to like the hotel area where all the, all the tourists go. I saw the whole island. And it's gorgeous. I mean, it's, it's a beautiful place. The basic stuff, like, you know, it's safe and you can drink the water and and they speak English and take U.S. money, but the, but it's just, it, it, it has some of the most beautiful beaches in the world, some amazing restaurants, and really the people are so kind and just, and just terrific, and I fell in love with it over those six days. I fell in love with the island to the point where I went back every month. I would go alone. I would fly down to Aruba. I'd either stay at her place or I'd rent another place or I'd try a different hotel, and I would just go alone, and I'd, I was never even a beach guy really prior to that. 
that's how amazing the beaches are. Um, and I would just, I would just, you know, lay on the beach during the day. I'd eat some, you know, some uh, uh, fresh fish tacos, <laughs> um, and I played poker at night. And uh, I just fell in love with this place. And really, it was in, it was. It, I mean, it's funny. It sounds ridiculous, but other comedians who have since been down there to do the show. But I've always said like Aruba has this incredible healing power. I really mean that. It just, you know, the 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 sun and the sand and and the and the water. It just it's. It is healing. It's cathartic. It's it incredible. It's pretty cool. I gotta say. Well, now uh, you still keep up. in touch with her. Yes. Yeah. We're still we're we're, we're still friends. I don't see her as much. Right. Um, but I did see her recently. After uh, recently, I, actually, she came down to her, but she doesn't go down there as much because she's busy just with her. She's but, a business. But you didn't stuff. talk to her for a whole year, and all of a sudden you're just like, hey, gonna take that offer like a year later. Kinda. She's like, yeah. Let's do I it. I saw her sporadically. That over- never happens where the offer's out for over a year. Well, I saw her sporadically over the year, and, and I got to know her, and I realized she's just a really nice person. She's okay. like, just a, I, I, I almost feel like it's a little bit of a pay it forward thing well, because she introduced me to the the most fabulous place on earth. And I and I and I enjoy showing So how did you get the but the Marriott? All of a oh, sudden, you well. So what happened was I wanted to figure out how can I spend more time in this place. Right. That's really what it was. So I'm going down there six to eight days a month, whatever, just by myself to 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 live. And I remember so many comics give me a hard time. How can you just leave? I'm like, because this is it's life. It's a part of your life. Your life isn't just doing spots. You right. you know. So I want to figure out how to spend more time in Aruba, and um, and uh, I thought, how can I do shows down here? So there really wasn't any places to perform. I mean, there's the most people would have just like bought a condo on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a, it's not a no, but only you would be like, I know how I'm getting down. Getting back there. to the topic of Aruba, it's not a real hopping place. It's not. It's, it's not like it's a wild quiet. nightlife place. It's pretty quiet. You beach. know, like if you, if you drive around like the local neighborhoods, like everyone's the lights are off in the houses by like ten. I mean, and like the bar, there are not a lot of bars. It's mostly like people go to the beach and just chill, and you have dinner, and that's about it. You know, so. I, I want to spend more time there, and I thought, well, how can I do shows? And I looked into, you know, I mean, renting a place is exorbitant. You know, rent like an, uh, a building is really high. And I met with different hotels. There was one place that had an actual showroom, and it was, at the time, was the Westin. Yeah. And it had a magician who performed every night. He'd been there for five years every night. And I spoke with the GM, and I saw I had a little theater, a little showroom. And it was good, a little it was nice. It was I like good. that it was showroom. neat, right? Yeah. And I said to the GM, I go, if this guy ever leaves, let me know. I'll take it. I'll take it over. A month later, I, I never thought this guy was going to go. A month later, I get a call from the GM. He goes, he goes, hey, the magician disappeared. <laughs> and, and I said, email me the contract. And I immediately just took, I grabbed it. I just was thinking, oh, someone else is going to take this place. So I signed off on the, on the little lease contract, whatever. And not really having a full plan. I'd always fantasized. I'd kind of figured out how, how would I execute this. And just jumped in and did it, and that was in uh, April of 2013. When you say the lease, how did you make the? How do you do the hotel? How do you do the air? How do well, you do I, I said as part of the, make a deal. Uh, well, the air was. I just knew I was going to have to buy every right. comic a flight, and as part of the contract, you know, I had a, a, a really good rate on rooms as yeah. part of the deal. Uh, so I knew that part would be covered, and then I was like, you know, what comics do I think will do well for what I perceive as this crowd? And who do I enjoy hanging out with? Because to me, it was like, okay, we want to do shows. I need people who are going to be good on stage. But who I actually like as people, you know, who I enjoy hanging out with. But this is only in season. Uh, this was no. at, at, at well, oh, the, when round. I when I did it, it was it was, sp- it was sp- off and on throughout 2013. The whole year. Yeah, off and on. But I did it in months that were kind of some months were dead, which I learned. I learned what, what months. Excuse me. I learned which months are good and, and bad. You know, because obviously certain times of the year, April, May is a lot slower than February, March. So. It did. It did well. I was picking up steam, and then the Westin was sold, 
they gutted the entire hotel. Never mind, the showroom is now like a, is a is a is a restaurant retail space. But over the course, I'd built up time. I got some press, and then the people at the Marriott were like, "Wow, we really like what you're doing. You know, you think you want to bring it here?" And I kind of had to have them construct uh, a showroom of sorts. And it's interesting when I first saw the space of what I was going to do. I was like, ah, "I don't know if this is going to work," but it actually has a similar layout and dimensions of the comedy cellar. It, it holds, does. you know, it holds a little less people. It's an intimate room, but it has a good low ceiling. It, it, it's the layout's the same. There's no blocked uh, sight. There's all good, all clear sight lines. And so I've been doing it now. It'll be a five year anniversary uh, wow. coming up. That's in, amazing. In a few months. For those of you who know, Aruba is a tiny Dutch Caribbean island off the coast of Venezuela. It's right off the coast. 18 like miles 18 from miles. Venezuela. You can yeah. see Venezuela from Aruba. You can. It has dry, sunny weather, blonde beaches, and gentle surf. I think every day, I think it's maybe rain. Where did you get that from? Uh, gentle surf. Gentle surf online. <laughs> uh, Wait, how, what's the flight? It how is long? gentle surf. It's you're, actually. You're in the air for four hours nonstop. Yep. Yep. So it's four hours. It's not so bad. So it's like going to. So no waves. Arizona. No waves. Minimal. There's minimal waves, so it's really gentle. you could stand. It's gentle, but he'll take it to like baby beach, right? The baby Beautiful. beach, so no surfing, which is for babies, and it literally the water can go up to your walk out four hundred feet, and the water's up to your. It's thighs very weird. It's like that. standing in a bathtub, and it's. The water's beautiful and clear and Well, gorgeous. we can't talk about Aruba without the, the big the big Aruba story. And that just never affected anything. Which oh, story? Natalie. Oh. Natalie. Well, yeah. yeah uh, at the time of that. were way after that. That was way after that. Yeah. That happened, I think. This in, is literally the only thing Ray says the first time I go down there. Don't make fun of the Don't don't say anything about Natalie <laughs> Holloway. Don't make fun of the island or the hotel. That's yeah. it. That's the uh, only rules. Because uh, it, it still the, haunts this island. Well, to some extent, I mean, yeah. it, 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 it oca- really. occasionally it people did for a while. For, oh, you know, it was a terrible thing. It happened long before I ever went there, and uh, you know, every once in a while, someone brings it up to me. Look, it was a, it was a horrible tragedy that happened, but it is a far more complex story than just you know. And and when you go to Aruba and you meet meet the uh, Aruban people, they're it's the nicest people. Right? They're that amazing. Even happen, so it's a one fluky horrible tragedy that happened in the history of of, of this island. I know it's weird, and it was done it's by one stick, Dutch psychotic stuck, teenager. This That's literally really happens like every other hour in, in New York. In every and everywhere else in the world. Yeah, every every city is like yeah. every hour this shit happens. No, you yeah. would love this. I keep telling Neil, like, <laughs> could you just get an act for twenty minutes I'm to come my, down? I'm getting my act back together. Just come do this gig. It's, you it's, know, it's, right now I'm at three minutes. <laughs> I, I, I feel. <laughs> I really think I, I feel like it's it's the perfect gig because I mean you know you're performing you know whatever for you know you do one show a night, the other you know twenty three hours a day you're, you do whatever you're on the beach yeah. and and it's just amazing. But the Aruban I people you're are going to see the other twenty three hours you're stressing out about the show you're going to. Ah, that's nah. me. That's me. <laughs> yeah. But the but I'm not, I'm not worried about it till about three hours before then I start to get a little nervous. <laughs> but after we eat, so after we once Lenny eats he's good. But I'm I'm telling you, it's it's the most beautiful place. Aruba is the most beautiful place on earth. The people are it's phenomenal. Always yeah. It's always sunny. It's always sunny and eighty five and uh night, there's always a nice breeze which keeps it cool. That's right, you're and not it's close to what? To what? It's eighteen miles it's, from Venezuela. And they don't have extradition. They can't you can't Right, U.S. doesn't have extradition. The U.S. You know, there's no reason you want to go. I mean, no, you're not going to Venezuela. No, what if you, you commit the big crime, boom, right into Venezuela, they can't. They, you're going to escape to Venezuela. U.S. can't extract. It's a you. Dutch island. 
No, but Venezuela has an extra. What are you trying treaty. to come up with? Yeah, I, I don't understand. understand. I don't even murder know. someone? No, I'm just saying, there you go. That's just a criminal Lenny, element. Lenny, there. your co host just, just lost <laughs> the <laughs> nomination for co host of That's the year. That's why he's going to win dumb co host of the year. Sidekick of the year. Sidekick of the year. This is what I do. Sometimes I draw attention in a negative way. Yeah, we just wasted a valuable minute. Minute. We only have 15, and he goes off on these stupid tangents. Whatever happened to the woman? Unbelievable. Oh, is she all right now? When you talk about Venezuela, that's what I always hear. Maybe we can edit out that There's no extradition. That's where the guy. Maybe I'm wrong. I thought that's where the guy from WikiLeaks was going to go, but maybe it's Ecuador. Know. He's Ecuador. So I, I, I don't there. Know. Neil's trying to figure out if he commits a violent crime, where, where can he, he go? Yes, Venezuela, everyone. <laughs> Venezuela. No, Aruba to do a show, I and then boom, and then, off, then the seven boat. And then take a jet mile. ski yeah, yeah, to yeah, go there. Venezuela. And that, by the way, that's the other thing. It's like, so when we're hanging out there, it's like being a camp. It's like, you know, we jet ski, and windsurfing is big down there, and, 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 and kiteboarding. Uh, and then you know we you know you you get a jeep and do some off roading and, it's and what just, about it's the food? Phenomenal. The food's great. Food's phenomenal. Okay. Food is very good. You know, and it's that's the where freshest, it's most fish. delicious fish <laughs> on earth. Oh, there's we, a story that's there. how it started. A when story. I was talking to Lenny about coming to Aruba, <laughs> that's what got him. Well, I said I go. It has amazing beaches and like you nope. know it's a gorgeous resort and nope. it's always sunny. There's a breeze. No, nope. and I said it is the the most <laughs> amazing <laughs> food. We get acai bowls every day. And I'm like Ray, I don't want to get on the plane. He goes, Do you like fresh fish? <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. Sold, Ray. It's Sold. the most amazing, freshest fish. But I he always does, go. What's the place that we go to with well, the fresh the, fish? Uh, it was a place called Zay Rover. Yeah, it, we go down there, and it's literally the guy is pulling it off the boat. Yeah, the fish yeah, is coming. Yeah, I yeah. Would hope so. And they cook it. It comes right off the. It's it's amazing. And we get acai bowls. At, at my my favorite uh, place is Eduardo's. It's on the beach. You get a fresh. Acai bowl and maybe they they actually named a smoothie after me the Aruba Ray smoothie ah, which I'm very happy about yeah. that and uh, and the other thing I would say is uh, oh uh, ArubaComedy.com is the website for the comedy oh, uh, show ArubaComedy.com now, now, do you have a place down there no when I when I go down there and I do the shows I stay at the at the resort at the Marriott oh, Resort okay. it just makes more sense it's convenient when I go down and I'm not doing any shows then I just I rent this little house on the beach. Which I, I love. Oh, so you do have a place? I, yeah, I rent this little place. Yeah, and I. But it's great. Okay. You look out the window and you see like goats and donkeys and that's it's it sounded like an episode it's, of it's international awesome. house hunters coming up you going to buy a, a, a you, you going should to buy, buy a house, house there in aruba can you just look at three i thought about there's a lot of stuff there they built a lot of lot more properties there there's a lot of stuff available but uh but that's the thing it's like so we're in the hotel area it's gorgeous it's beautiful don't it's, it it's never, amazing it never gets a hurricane never it's out of the hurricane belt yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so you're in the uh the hotel side of the island which is where everyone you know the beaches are more calm and then you go to the other side and it's just beautiful. I mean, it's cac. It's a desert island, but with the most amazing beaches in the world. It's incredible. And what about the girls? There's Lots of girls. Aruban women are are beautiful, and there's also Latin women there. You know, from Venezuela and okay. Colombia, and they're and they're beautiful. But it's mostly it's mostly uh, couples' place. It's mostly couples who are go go there uh, to vacation. So a lot of comedians when they when they come there, they're like, oh yeah, well, they think it's gonna be a wild, but it's not a wild party no, thing. I say. Yeah. You know, bring your wife, bring your girlfriend, bring your boyfriend, whatever, whatever it is. It's very much a vacation trade off. I don't know that you're going to make a ton of dough, but the, yeah, the accommodations are nice. And, like it's yeah. Marriott. When was the last time you go to a beautiful Marriott and a beautiful place on the beach, on the beach and on the nicest beach, great in the, vacation in the world. and the weather's perfect. I mean, you can't you can't beat it. I just ran into somebody else. I can't remember who it was, but man, who is I work? Oh, it, I don't know if it was not Leslie or somebody. Uh, somebody I ran into went. You know what? I didn't. I don't know. I wasn't gonna go, but now I hear it's good. Now you hear it's good. It's they heard because of the anybody gig, who says that this the gig, gig isn't good, yeah. Oh, uh, well, no, I mean the whole thing, the whole going down there. I'm like, no, this is the 
Do you need a vacation? Comics never take vacation. Never. So when they actually go, I'm like telling you, and, and for a you lot can of, still work. And for that's the thing. For a lot of comics, they feel like, great, I'm taking a vacation, but I can also, you know, still get up on stage for a few yeah. minutes. So yeah. it's so it's they, Does they the love cruise ship stop there? Yeah, yeah, downtown. The cruise ships come in there. Oh, so it's got the big downtown center. Well, it has a downtown. Oh, no, it's really. it's not massive, but it, it they have a real downtown. No, we went okay. went on the cruise. We went. Uh, my whole family went. We got off in Aruba, and I took my sister in a cab, and we we went down to the Marriott, walked into Marriott. I showed her where the showroom is. Oh, cool. Yeah, walked her, showed her the whole what you do there. Oh, that's awesome. And then walked her down the thing. She's like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" And it's then we amazing, got back in the cab, went back to the ship. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Is that on the cruise ship little calendar like a, no. a day at the Aruba Comedy Club? <laughs> no. Like instead of swim with it the dolphins, should. I know that. Well, Xander Bogarts from the you know the All Star shortstop from oh, the Boston the, Red Sox, he's a Reuben. Aruba. I have to tell you, the last time I was down in Aruba, I finally I, I saw Xander. It's the off season. I see him uh, during the day. I was cutting through the casino and I saw him in there. I was so excited. I don't get that excited when I meet a comic or an right. actor. I was so giddy meeting this kid who plays for the Boston <laughs> Red Sox, and we took a picture together. So I went to a Red Sox game. I I, I had an Aruban girlfriend at one point, and. Uh, and so we went to uh, Fenway Park, and we're sitting in the second row. And I and I yelled out when it, it got quiet at one point, and I yelled out to Xander, "Hey Xander, Kiko Takiko," which is Papiamento, the local language. It means like it's slang. It means like, "Hey, what's up?" And there's no way that anyone would know that in Fenway Park. Yeah, yeah. And he looked over and kind of waved, and we waved back. <laughs> so when I saw him in in Aruba, I said, "Do you remember there was a game this past <laughs> season where somebody yelled from the third base side, yelled out Kiko Takiko to you?" He goes. Yeah, I do remember that. Nobody speaks Poppy Mento in Boston. And I go, that was me. And he's like, oh, my God. So it was really like this fun, cool moment. You uh, know? Wait, you have an Aruban girlfriend? I No, I, I did. Oh, Ray has a girlfriend in every corner in of the world. Nah, I don't know about that, but I met her down there. That's serious? Lovely girl. Yeah, sure. Oh, well, yeah. You met her family? Yeah. Oh, shit. That's all Aruba. It's a small thing. island. Of course I want to meet her family. It's taking hold of you. can't not run it, meet her family. They run, they run the Marriott. What's Arubian? <laughs> What's the language? Well, the, so the local the, the local language, it's called Papiamento, which is like a combination of like Spanish and Portuguese and Dutch. But everyone there speaks four languages. They speak English, Spanish, Dutch, and Papiamento, which is which is well, pretty impressive. Like the, the more the most fun one. The last Papiamento. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Like I fun. could say I could say mita papi papiamento un tiki so, which means I can speak a little Papiamento. Yeah, that sounds say, fun. Kiko the kiko means like what's up. You could say uh by like how are you doing. If you say good, say hopi bon. I'm like, doing doing good, good hopi bon. So you know. <laughs> Well, how do you say uh, like fifty dollar cover and two drink minimum? Rupity doopity poopity. We're done with that one. All right, let's turn the corner. Yeah, we said some good things about Aruba. We did. Well, that's the biggest uh, commercial uh, uh, you're gonna get. <laughs> I want to talk about gambling. All right. When we go to Aruba, okay, you and Neil is a very big gambler too. It's in a casino, really. So it's the hotel, casino, and the whole shebang. And that's really what the nightlife is there at some points. You know, there's good restaurants. And then if you like to gamble a little bit, that's the place for you at night. Yeah, there's several several casinos uh, in Aruba. Yep. Yeah. And but you're a poker guy. Poker, but I also like blackjack. And, and you're pretty okay. good. Could Thank you be you. a professional poker player? Well, if I was going to be a professional poker player, I definitely would have to. I mean, the smart thing to do is you sit there and you play every day, you know, eight hours a day. Could you do it? Uh, I I would skill level. I could I could do it, but in terms of would I, would I have the patience? No, and that that doesn't. I don't. How I, many? I don't but have I've the seen you sit there for four hours, five hours. Yeah, I, I leave. You're there. I was there at six in the morning. Oh yeah, no. Oh, I've I've sat at a, at a, at a card table for twelve hours for sure. But in Aruba, I, I'm more likely to play poker than I am in New York. I, I do play in New York a little bit, but uh, in Aruba, there's just more. 
a, a that's gonna that's more or less that's you know you have fewer options of things to do in 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 Aruba at night, uh, which in some ways is good because go read a book, you know, maybe you won't do that here. Keep but, you out of trouble too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But um, so I do like playing poker. It was funny. There was one time uh, Chuck Nice and uh, and Brian McFadden, uh, two fellow comics, they happened to come by the the casino where I was playing poker. And I was in the middle of a big big hand, and I just knew I knew from 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 how the play had gone that the guy I was in with he was this, he's this much older uh, uh, Chinese supermarket owner in Aruba and uh, and he uh, I just knew he was bluffing it was a huge pot whatever and long story short I, I, I called this bluff and I won you know, was, how did you know he was bluffing bluff. I just knew I just knew from, from the the way from the way he was calling and betting throughout the night oh that's not good and what was his giveaway <laughs> Um, what was his tail, as they say? Well, every time there'd be, you know, there's. A, there's you have a, a nice face. He would, he would always. It seemed like he always bet, bet disproportionately big on the turn, and he never had anything. When but he, you when knew he this guy card. coming in. I I played with him before, but never really paid attention to what he play, You know what his game was. Okay. You know. Anyway, I wanted to him. frozen food section. In <laughs> Wait, did he did huh. he have a like? Did he know that you were that he you had a beat on him? Obviously not, because he because he, he lost made it, all his money. He, he lost his money, yeah. But but Chuck and Brian were like Brian was like how 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 oh, like how did you know to call that with Bubba you know whatever. But he just sort of you know you play and you, you know but but I like playing. I mean poker and blackjack are so incredibly different. I mean poker is far more skill than blackjack. I mean I do think there are, are rules to follow when you're playing blackjack. And when other comics come down, my favorite thing is. When all the comic, when, if we can take over a table, a lot of times like when it's a comic and their boyfriend or girlfriend or husband and wife, and we all like will fill up a whole table. There was one time it was me and Adrian I Pellucci and Nimesh Patel and Nimesh's girlfriend and like some a couple other comic whatever, and we basically filled up the whole blackjack table. And it was just so and much. You're winning and everybody's losing. No, we, we were all winning. Oh, really? Because I would be. Oh, that never happens. It's always the most miserable for me well, at those look, big tables it, with all your friends. It's not an exact science. If it was, there'd be no casinos and we'd be all, we'd all be millionaires, you know. Yeah. But I'm just basically saying to somebody like, uh, you know, because they didn't really know how to play, and I'd be like, you know, Adrian, you know, I say, Adrian, okay, are you gonna hit, split, double, stay, hit? You know, I just kind of playing, hands all, yeah, playing all the hands, <laughs> and it, everyone won. Now that would be fun, and it was still. fun. Everyone won. We're drinking, having a good time. And uh, and of course the the casino they they, they weren't thrilled that like oh, you know God. I'm telling everybody what to do but it was a fun th- and no one was betting crazy yeah I as mean, long as you're betting like five or ten dollars a hand that's they're betting the minimums and I was encouraging them to increase their bet by one chip after every hand they won and then well, once you lose go back down to the bit Neil loves blackjack see again I, I Neil to, when tw- I was younger three minutes of material is not going to cut it no when we <laughs> were younger all my friends would go to Vegas but those are the worst situations when we'd all. You know, like eight guys would get on one table. I don't drink when I gamble. I don't. I don't drink at all when I gamble. Not that I'm a crazy drinker. Anyway, that's the best part because it's free. You almost feel like you have to because you're cheap, and then you want a free drink, so you get the free drink. But (laughs) everyone's at the table, and then and then always somebody else wins, and then somebody else screws it up. But you know, it's a big. I took a guy's trip to Vegas and of some of, uh, half of us were losing ha- a couple guys were winning and the, and at one point somebody said all right well, whoever wins is going to take the other guys out you know to the steakhouse whatever and so the two guys who won the money they treat everybody to steaks and you, yeah. you know whatever else Again, you win every night when I'm your, there I, I never get a meal not once that's in your dream <laughs> that's in my at dream. the at the food trucks Ray Allen <laughs> The food trucks. So at night, after ten o'clock, you got nice friends. Because I went with Peter. He won three hundred dollars literally in the first hour of getting off the plane on some stupid slot outside Burger King, 
and he hoarded the money the whole trip. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, he, that's horrible. He, he started eating cheaper. He just hoarded everything. He wouldn't gamble again. He was like the worst person I've ever been around. And he just held on to his three hundred dollars like I'm not doing anything else. And he'd be like, <laughs> I'll just, "Where are we eating for lunch? Pizza." So he so he wanted to leave. Well, up. there's no fun. First that's of no all, fun. watching Neil gamble, he gets so quiet. It's, oh really? I get scared. Really? It's so quiet. He gets into like this weird zone. <laughs> kind of sign of sits like he's not really caring, but he's definitely caring. He's like sitting sideways at the table. Do you hit a 16 against the dealer's 10? I, I hadn't played blackjack in forever, and then the poker craze took over. So the last time we went out, I barely played blackjack because everything's $25, and it's just like, uh. ugh. My, in my glory days when I was young, we'd go there, and I always remember we'd go to the Hard Rock Casino yeah. right out of college, and Gina, Gino Toretta, you know the Heisman Trophy winner? Sure. He was at this table right next to us, and we were just in high school. No one even had a—I mean, we were in college, leaving college. No one really had a job, and we're all gambling more than Gina Toretta. That was the that was a highlight <laughs> oh, of my gambling career. I'm like, I'm betting fifty dollars a hand. I literally have no money, and but this guy's—I'm like the Heisman Trophy. Winner. You're encouraging him to put his trophy on He's the betting, table. Like no money. You want something that hilarious? Was, that was the highlight of my gambling career. Leonard Oots, you know Leonard Oots, the yeah. comic. He's he's great. I love Leonard. He's such a likable, funny guy, and he's 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 doing great uh, career wise. So he he was down in Aruba. It was me, him, and Gary Gary Veter, and uh, we had a, a lot of fun. And we're, and we're playing blackjack. And uh, you know, and Leonard is just adequate. He's reckless. I mean, he hit a seventeen. <laughs> I he, thought you're and, not even allowed to hit a seventeen. You're allowed to, but it's you can hit whatever yeah. you want. He hit a seventeen. And uh, and he got a four, so it encouraged bad behavior. Yeah, yeah. Threw off the whole table. He he kept winning. He did awesome. everything wrong. And Gary would say, "Leonard, you know, you're not you're not supposed to do that. What are you doing?" And then Gar and Leonard would just turn to Gary. Throughout the whole trip, Leonard just turned and go, "Shut up, Gary." <laughs> the whole trip, shut up, Gary. And he we kept winning. It was hilarious. And we went to that ruins everything when someone thinks they're James Bond. Yeah. And just be like, and he, and he, he was like basing his play on like you like look look the dealer up and down like mm, I don't I don't know how I mean, you look you look tricky. Uh, I'm gonna stay. Yeah. Like he just you know was, then we went to another casino, uh, an another one on the island and. Uh, uh, Enrique Iglesias, he was performing on the island. He was wow. doing one concert, yeah. And he walked in. It was really crazy, actually. He walks into the casino, and it was like it was like this gravitational pull. It was like he had a magnet, and like sixty women were like <laughs> scurrying behind him. I'm, I, I sixty. It was unbelievable. And they set up a separate area for him, and they put a opened up a table. It was a two hundred minimum blackjack table. So anyone could. They said to me, "If you want to go play, you could." But I'm like, "I'm not playing two hundred minimum. I don't give." Yeah. Give a shit about playing, you know? Can you curse on this podcast? Yeah, it's the first time I cursed. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't care about. I don't need to play. You know, I'll tell you what. If 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 uh, Obama or Trump or Oprah, any someone like that, Bloomberg, if they were playing at the two hundred minimum table, I would go play. I'd yeah. be like, you know what? So if I lose a ton of money, but I've know, seen you put down at least a hundred on a table. What's I, the most you've won? I, oh my god! Gambling. This, well, I feel bad. I feel. I don't know All right, just give us a ballpark. I don't know if it's ballpark. slimy it's to say. The gambling segment. The most I've ever won in one night. Give me a buck. Playing blackjack throw up. in yep. Vegas. No, in, 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 in Aruba. Okay, sixteen thousand. Oh, and, wow. and you know what? Brian Mc, Brian McFadden was there, and my second highest amount. Brian was also there. Brian doing what? Poker or blackjack? Oh, you won sixteen grand playing. And what did you start? What were you betting a hand? I bought in for five. For well, thirty grand. I started. I started at a you know minimum bet, and which then you, was what like a hundred dollars, twenty five, and then you and you work your way up. Eventually, you're betting the the table max, which is five hundred. When that's happening, Shit. is anybody coming in and sitting and then getting up and moving? At, or at, nobody at, moves. At this table, it was me and two other guys. They both knew how to play. Yeah. I'd actually play with them on other nights. No one, thank, no one else came in. They could have, yeah, which would have been inferior. 
and it was just it was a remark just remarkable fluky great luck i mean i played by the book i i played the cards where you're supposed to, and they did too and everything worked out i mean like again we concerned but you could for play, each other like you'd be like do you want these, me to hit they said to me they <laughs> yeah. were nice should they, i split they, they, these guys weren't betting big at all and they said to me what do you want me to do here and i said oh, I so go, yeah, you were, they, they were nice but okay. occasionally when it came up like do you want me to split these or not i said i said yeah yes that's thank you for i appreciate you asking you sure split them you know okay. but but the thing and i i was and like are you tipping the the, the tipping dealer, the dealer the whole right time? oh of course yeah. so how much money is yeah. the dealer making on your 16 grand run well there's a rotation of dealers every 20 right, minutes so let's say, all, how much did you give to the dealers total in that 16 grand? well i i always like to grand? bet at the i bet at the yeah probably a grand yeah I, they, they try yeah. to cool you out the casino they sit in the cooler like they, they William H. Macy. that's they, how they i feel i'm the worst i You're, saw that movie i feel like i'm the cooler so anytime i see ray gambling there's always this big stack of Chips, probably just because he has a lot of chips, and I just always think I'm going to be the cooler. I'm going to cool this off. I can't. But you know, you know what it is. It. It, but for me to sit here and say I won 16 grand, it sounds like I'm some crazy high stakes ga- guy who gambles all the time. And I, it's in the in the grand scheme of life, with you know, it's six grand is a lot of money. But I'm, I'm not, I'm not a crazy, you know. Ray, I've seen you put like 300 chips on one hand, and I literally a tear rolls down my eye. I can't. <laughs> what what gets I you cannot. flowing like a hundred bucks a hand? Um, yeah, what's just, your junkie it, level? It just kind of depends on, on on your mood. I mean, once if you're on a roll like like that in that night, and you're and you and you built up to the point where you're betting the table max five hundred a hand, and then suddenly you get a hand where let's say you know the dealer has has a six, you know, and you have and you have a pair of eights, and you split your eights, and then you get another eight, so suddenly you have three five hundred dollar yeah, hands. You have like, then you hit, you get a three, so now you have eleven, and you're doubling your eleven. So that's a thousand dollar hand. So it's like suddenly, oh my God, this one five hundred dollar bet is now twenty five hundred. Yeah, that's let's say, that and that's when you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. crazy. And then you and then you hit it, and you're like dealer bust, and you're just, I mean, that's there's definitely a rush to it. <laughs> I sound like a complete degenerate addict. <laughs> no, not at all. But the truth no, matter is, I, you know, I, I I don't, you know, it's not something I, you know, I never, I don't gamble in Manhattan. Do you have to be to be a to be a gambler, a professional gambler, cocky, confident? What is the why are you like? What is the wait? He's a professional gambler. I'm now? just saying when you gamble, he he's very confident. It looks like when he gambles, there's a cockiness, there's a confidence. Well, where did professional gambler? I don't think. Prof- well, I'm just you, saying. You think you're a professional gambler? No, I'm asking, like, if you had to be, what's the trait that makes you do that? Like, well, you I, think, do I think I think po- I think I think I think confidence. Some people would say when it comes to poker. You want to, you know, maybe cocky, maybe arrogant. I find that to be, I'm like, eh, because there's some poker players who are phenomenal, who are very quiet. Like you know that they're confident because they're they're winners and they're good, but they don't. But What's they the most you jerks. lost in one day in gambling? Um, like fifty grand? No, hundred? No, hundred twenty? <laughs> hundred twenty dollars? Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you it, a better it, question because he's, he's being an it, asshole. Yeah. Well under well under a thousand. I thought I'd get you on the third one. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this: um, If I'm standing next to you, right? Uh-huh. Hey, Lenny, what's got? Let's just gamble for a while. And I just got to watch this, and I'm sweating, of course, because you got my rent on the table. <laughs> and like, you're hot. You're on fire. Yeah. You're having the 16 grand run or whatever it is, or even a good run. I've seen you have good runs. Yeah. Can I leave? <laughs> Am I allowed to leave? And then if you're having a bad run, I know I can leave when you're having a bad run. Uh huh. And you're like, I'm getting up and going to another table. If we're I'll having a good later. run, you are standing still. You're peeing in a jar. Damn it. But you are not allowed to move. What about it? Yeah, that's where I got in a fight. What if, See, if you're a stranger? What if you're a stranger? Can I leave? I'll buy that stranger drinks all night. <laughs> so when do you stop? That's the problem. That's where me and that's Bethel, the hardest. Me part. and Bethel are having a, a romantic Vegas weekend. Right, everything's going great. We haven't really gambled at all because it's what's the purpose? You know, gambling. So we sit down with Bethel at the table, romantic gambling, not fun to me. <laughs> 
<laughs> so we're gambling. Romantic gambling. Of course, Are you holding hands? yeah, yeah. We're holding hands. We're drinking like wine and champagne, and and she, it's it's that kind of silly dating They're gambling. Fifty cents, you know what right. I mean? Where you're not just a total jerk off, you know, and mad at everybody, but you're gambling, and she gets super hot, right? Like hot, and I'm guiding her, and, and I'm doing all the things, and. Like she's a, she's we started like five ten dollars a hand. Next thing she's winning like eight hundred dollars, and she's like on fire. And she's like, I guess I should stop now. And then the fight turns in. We get in a huge fight. Why? She's you up, want her to keep she's going. Eight hundred dollars. She's hot. She's on fire. How and much she's more? Like, I'm stopping. I'm like, you're not stopping. And then the fight. We got in a big ass fight. So I'm like, you're not <laughs> stopping. You're on fire she right won now. Eight hundred dollars. What's the like, matter I'm with you? My $800. I'm yeah. Like, if you, you know, no. We got to go for it. <laughs> <laughs> you're the worst. You know. You you're know, the devil on somebody's shoulder. But the shoulder. next day it was great. I felt great. Or an hour later. But when I'm in, when it, you I cash out and you have the money in your hand, you're like, no. She felt great. I felt bad about it, but it was hard. Like because. When you someone gets hot, you know how rare it is. It's rare, and that, well, and that's the thing. You you think oh, I'll come up a thousand dollars, but can I turn this into five thousand? You know, and at the end of the day, I'll never forget. I was one time I was I was playing poker, and it was, it was great. It was going really well. And this guy kind of guy who worked at the casino. He's like, he's like, why don't you leave? And I kind of looked at him like, what? Like this is going great. And then he said to me, and he said to me, I'll, I'll never forget. He goes, he goes, what what do, what do you what do you think? He goes, you're up a ton of money. He goes, what do you think? You're going to win all the money? You want to win all the money? I mean. I get it. The mentality you said you that. Why are you messing with my dreams? But that's what you said. But that he, guy. But he was. But he was right. Yeah. He was like, "You're uh, you're doing great. Chances are, it's, you're uh, you're gonna get beat at some point. Get out of here." Yeah. And like, and it's right. Yeah. I'll, you know what? This is terrific. Let me get. That's enough. It's it fine. wasn't right when you don't won need sixteen thousand dollars. Well, the odds. You know. You know why that ended? Because the, it was closing time. That's why that that. Oh, ended. they they every they, shoe was a winning shoe that night. Oh, they every, closed. Yeah, they stopped. Uh, the, the ta- like mysteriously, the casino closed two hours early. <laughs> the tables, like, the table, table, table games ended at like three thirty, three forty-five. But thank, and I was grateful. I was thrilled at it because I don't know. Every shoe was a winner up to that point, which is unheard of. Nine shoes in a row you win on—that's nuts. No, are you doing slots too? No, I'm no, you never. Slots. You don't. You Not put, my thing. You put one in though every time, like just in case. I don't think I've. I don't know if I've ever played a slot machine <laughs> in my life. My dad used to play the slots, take ten bucks, right? put them in the slots. He was, the, he was so how much so much fun. If that thing paid out anything, he was like he won. A That's great dollars. for ten bucks to have a have a kick. That's yeah. great. He goes, he would give me the ten. I'm like, I can't, I cannot in good faith put this money in a machine. Right, I can't do it. Yeah, I math. I'm a math guy, and the math is so bad against anybody gambling. I, I when I walk in there, I get hives. It's terrible. I, I once saw a guy. I was in in, in Aruba. There was a there was a, a slot machine, a slot promo, and you, if you got a certain thing, you win a you want a car, and the car was in the casino. And this guy, also we heard all these bells go off. He won the car on a penny slot, and all of a sudden confetti came pouring down out of the ceiling uh, everywhere. And they didn't know how to turn off the confetti machine. <laughs> so we're playing blackjack with about four inches of confetti on the table. And we had to like push it aside. It was so much fun. <laughs> it's like you won the Super Bowl. It was great. That's awesome. That's That was a fun segment. We didn't even talk about your gambling problem. I have no gambling problem. I play one my uh, football pool with Jessica every year. And that's my gambling <laughs> that's problem. That's great. All right, let's do this last one. It's called, uh, we do, um, the last segment today is care or don't care. Okay. So I give you something, you tell me if you care or you don't care, then we discuss. Okay. All right, this goes fast. Ready? Here we go. Care or don't care, Ray? Attending the comics holiday party. Which club? Any club. Hmm. I don't really care. Neil, do you remember those parties? That I used, to, used go to? to go all the time. I only would go for like thinking I had to But do you to care go. or don't care? I, I 
cared because only because I thought I was supposed to do this for my career. Yeah. That's, I kind of feel like you guys. I yeah. mean, like, I don't care. It I didn't want to It depends go. what club. Certain clubs, I really don't care. But, like, other ones, I want to go because, A, I like, you know, I like everybody or this or that. But, like, at this point in my life, if I don't go, it's like, I'm, I'm not going to drink that much. I'm it, not, you know. It's weird. Like, uh, we know. have our intern over there. Brennan, if we ask you, you would kill to go to these parties, right? Yeah, and you go to the cellar party. 20 years ago when we went, it was like, oh, my God, it was so amazing right. that you saw everybody and all these guys. Oh, my God, that's... And also, remember, rock, we used to make those 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 um, those videos. videos. Yeah. So at the, the comedy strip... different. The comedy strip holiday party, yeah, we made these fun videos that were like, you know, that was... We looked so excited yeah, that, to that stream them. that was fun. Them. Yeah, that was fun. I love going to those parties. So now, the way the parties are now, where it's sort of like, come hang out for a couple hours and have drinks and see people that I see every night of the week anyway... Yeah. It just depends. I did go to the Comedy Cellar holiday party. That was a fun it was party. A fun party. They had phenomenal food. food. Yeah, that was better. Tons than, of food. The food was way better than last year. I had a photo booth, which was fun. They had yep. a great DJ, great music playing. I mean, that was a great party. Yeah, that was So, fun. like, I'm glad I went to that, and I cared that I went. Then I went up to Stand Up New York, and... How was that? On my way home. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good. It was It was okay. I mean, every place does its own, has its own regulars and whatever, and right. it's always good seeing the booker trashed. Right. No matter where you go. and uh, But Esty didn't come to the cellar this year. No, and, she did not. She wasn't there. But the booker was at the other two. So I always feel like I can have a good time more or less wherever I go. And so it's like any part I go to, I'll, I'll manage to have a decent time. But, you know, I just don't go to parties I in general. I go to say thank you to the booker. Absolutely. Yeah. That's it. Uh, thank so you. then you care. I care. Yeah. I, I, yeah, that's I care, thing. but that's not as tricky, much as I did back in the day. That's was, my answer. Then I, yeah. I, I care, but not nearly as much as. But you can't have care. you can't have fun at a party when you're going there to network. It's just awful. Well, like if what? you're just going now, now say now, hi to people and have now a drink. when Why you not? guys go to the party, it's amazing. Like you're not going there to you're just going there to have fun, say thank you. It sounds fun. Early on, you're going there to like network, not just network, but get a job or get stay. You know, you're going for that, that. That's a bad reason to go anywhere. Tell Ray the quick story about going to the SNL wrap up. Party. It was, it's awful. All, that, it's, <laughs> it's all L.A. all day long. At SNL, I do at, that. Just all at L.A. Every time I went anywhere, everyone's so desperate that no one talks to anybody. And like when I'm talking to you now, I'm just looking over. I'm looking over. Looking over, over. See, I had a very different. It's just like it's, just like, it's, it's weird thing of everyone. No one wants to even have a conversation. It's just like who's next? Who can help me? See, and that's I, very L.A. L.A. I, has that all over. Maybe the parties are different now because I, I used to go to SNL parties every week for a long time. But this is when like. Like, you know, Sandler was in the cast and that kind of thing. And I was so excited. I mean, I was probably like 21. I just moved to New York. And it was so excited to like, you know, to, to see everybody. I remember I was, in the, I was in the bathroom. It was like Christian Slater and Michael Stipe and Chevy Chase. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Because Chevy, you know, like just showed up. He would still go to parties once in a while. Right. It was so exciting. And then I went out gambling. Actually, this is, I don't I say I never gamble in New York. But Norm McDonald and I met Norm at an SNL party. And we started talking. In the bathroom? Not in the bathroom. <laughs> just at the party. And uh, it was a party. It was a different location every week. And we started talking. It turns out we knew, we knew uh, a mutual person. And again, I was pretty out, outgoing. And, you know, I, I'm like 21 years old. And we started talking and stuff. And then we get in his limo. And we go to this place I'd heard about. It was like a townhouse in New York City. It was like an, on the Upper East Side. It was like an illegal gambling thing. Oh, you knocked on the door. And they yeah. open a curtain. And you look in. And it was like an apartment that had like a bar and they had a roulette wheel and it had a blackjack table. And Norm is killing. He's making a fortune. And he and I, I once and the only reason I tell the story publicly is I was once at, at, a, at a thing and he was there and I go hey, I said and I said to him I said, is it cool if I tell that story? He goes yeah go ahead I don't care. So and he's like you know he's winning a lot and he realizes this is the kind of place you you shouldn't leave 
winning money. You know, they're going to they, oh. they're going to get upset. It's a little shady. So he like starts like splitting tens, like doing <laughs> all stuff you'd never do, you know. But it was really fun. And like I'm a kid, and I'm with this guilty about winning. I'm with this guy who I loved on SNL, and like, but he's a massive awesome. gambler, right? He, he was. was. He That's was. what I heard. I don't yeah. know what he does now, but it was cool to pull up, you know, in in Norm McDonald's limo when you're like, cool. you know, you're a kid. It was great. That's a sad all right. Story. So care or don't care. Cleaning up before the girl comes over. Care. What? You're the slobbiest slob. My apartment is messy, but it's clean. It's not dirty. Wait, so mess? What? It's so, messy. Like so the, the I have bathroom of, is sparkling, but the place is a, looks like a hoarder. My my, I have a lot of stuff in my apartment, unfortunately. But yeah, I, the bathroom is very clean. Sure, I'll I'll make the bed. Neil, when Bethel goes away for like a couple of weeks, I hire a maid. <laughs> so before Don't, she comes do you, home, do you clean before the maid comes? There's no maid. I'm the maid. Do you clean? You don't have. You don't hire somebody to help no. you out. In a, oh, I do. Okay, when you're in a hotel and you've made a complete mess of the hotel, do you clean to help the maid out a little no, bit? I a complete mess. Where? Do, what are you doing? Yeah, who what are you, are you doing in your hotel? I don't do you, that. Uh, no, I'm rolling just rolling stones. <laughs> I tied. I I actually do tidy up a bit. In my do hotel you have room a maid? You should. I've seen your hotel you, room. What you, the? Wait, in your apartment here in New York, do you ever have a maid come to? Yeah, over? yeah. And do you clean Once before the weeks. maid comes? I or will, do you make it intentionally worse? You make you clean a little bit. Right? I, actually, I do clean a there little bit. There you go. Sure. Well, you don't want to look I like an up. ass to the maid. But what's the purpose of that? The maid's coming over. It makes no the sense. Cleaning service. You make it no sense. I'm just but before all these the girls way, comes over, you clean up. You always sure. clean up before. I, what do you want them to really know you? Uh, of course, I say you, I care. No, I care. So Ray you cares. You, I get, you clean too. Well, I care before anybody comes over. I care. I cleaned today before you came. I didn't really think you did. I don't see it. You didn't see in the bathroom how clean the toilet is? No, I do got to go to the bathroom, though. Well, we I, hey, by the way, I get a phone call one day from, from some, some people. Long story short, it's Harvey Weinstein's office uh -oh. is calling me to get a, a reference on my cleaning person. <laughs> And so my my housekeeper can they clean up dead body? My, yeah, yeah, yeah. my I didn't say anything. That's not what I thought. When I heard the story, I'm just like, oh my can god! Can they clean up girl but, crying in the corner? So yeah, yeah. so for a year and a half, I share I had the same uh, cleaning person as Harvey because she still wow. cleaned my. She would come to me once every three weeks, and she worked at Harvey's house five days a week. I feel bad. But she, for her. I got to tell you something. She said the the few times that she she saw him. He was always nice to her, and there was no shenanigans and whatever. Right. He but, promised. Yeah. Never mind. All right, we did this one before. We might as well <laughs> do it again. Well, because we could get Neil the way in. Fine dining. Care or don't care? Care. Care. Ray is a five well, star. What, what restaurant. do you mean? Do care if I go out to fine dining? Once in a while, you enjoy doing it, right? Of course, I want to go out to nice restaurants. I don't care. Yeah, that's not your thing. You, not don't, you, thing. Don't, you don't care about that's that. That's, that's, that's why we do care or don't care. Why Some people love going to museums. Some people don't. I watched the movie Sideways the other day, and I don't Again. care about wine that much, but I do. I, I like a nice glass of wine. fun to get a glass of wine and he pair it with Sideways, went to Napa three seconds later. I mean, <laughs> he really? gets sucked in by any good film. I felt the way about a river runs through it. I have yeah. no spine. Go, fly go, fishing? Yeah, good. To, yeah, I was just Did to go you to do it? To go to Montana. No, but Neil's the real deal. Like he saw it bringing you the noise, bringing the funk. Yeah. He was like dancing. No, that's down my kind of. That's that's right up my alley. I almost started fly fishing after that movie. <laughs> I didn't. I, I was like, this if is I would, slow. Yeah, this is what I'm never yeah. going to do. Stand with like boots. Uh, the waiters or gators. You got to be the fly. Right that's the key. Be the fly. You when you fly fish, you're the fly, right? You drag it across the water. You're thinking like a fish. The whole point of fishing. I'm not never a good fisherman. Yeah, I, I don't like fishing. It just doesn't make sense. You can bet on the fish. I'm kidding. All right. You can't can bet on the fish. My, my cousin's a big bass. Who's going to catch a fish first? <laughs> care or don't care, the new Star Wars movie. Don't care. Neil? 
I don't care like people in the. I mean, I'm not cheering, and and I didn't bring my light see it? lightsaber to the. Did you see movie. it? Yeah, I saw it. I went to see the la the previous new one. You know, the one that ended with with a uh, you know Luke Skywalker yeah. and Mark uh -huh. Hamilton, and I was excited to see that one. You know, and then after seeing it, I'm like, it was fine. I didn't really care. The, about so if you don't ever see him, you you don't care. It's fine. Well, you? I, I what went, do you think? You went, I like to see him, but I don't. I don't care. You like don't I'm care. a fair. Wait, you know? did you no. go to the the Ziegfeld? When it was here, isn't that the name of the yeah. movie, the big movie? Did you go with... Didn't I go with you to one Didn't of we all go to the big one? Didn't we go the, to the one with Jar, the Jar Jar Binks yeah, one? Yeah, we were all there. Yeah. And John Bush was with us, too, I remember. It we was like all, a midnight yeah. showing. Yeah, that yeah, was, I was yeah. so excited to go to that. Yeah, we were so all excited. excited. And there was people in dressed and then Jar Jar stinks. <laughs> yeah, yes. then he ruined the movie. I didn't hate Jar Jar as he much as other awful, people. But Whatever. People, John Bush had already seen the movie, and he said to me, he goes... Uh, hey, just oh, don't get don't get don't get too excited about. It. He goes, the movie's fine, but like you know, I was so pumped to see that yeah. at the Ziegfeld. But I'm not the kind of person that was ever going to dress up. I didn't bring my sword. I wasn't going to do the thing, and because people were getting up in the movie and like fighting and cheering and crying. I mean, they were really dressed up. You're never sure. dressing up to Star Wars. Oh, it's 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 just a part of you know eating, breathing Star Wars. I mean, people go crazy. Yeah. All right, how about this one? Care don't care. Guy on stage blows the light, and now the show is ten minutes late. Care. A lot, because if I'm the host, which, by the way, I, I enjoy uh, having the reputation as being the best host in New York City. But uh, when if a show gets behind, said who's, no, who's somebody, number two? Nah, I don't know. Tie with like four people. Okay. Um, but if <laughs> you're number one, I'm number one. Yeah. Okay, so there's not a tie. Who's the host? Yeah, that, that, Who is also there's the, two, three and four. Who so host with the biggest ego in New York City? <laughs> I don't know. That could be. That's a tie. Uh, also, I'm number four. You're one, and the rest. <laughs> well, you know what it is. You know what? I, you know what? I, when I am doing a set on a show, I want. I wish that I could also be. I want me to host my set. You know what I mean? I want the room set so up the way I set it up. This is why you go over so much. Because you're I'm hosting doing the, and doing time. I'm doing it for the good of the show. I see. It drives me nuts if a comic goes ten minutes long, and because I I don't want to get a lot of shit for it. I once took a lot of blame because. Uh, a comic I'm friends with her went went 14 minutes long, and I got so much shit. And it's like, go watch. Well, look at the recording. You did Lenny? Did Lenny apologize about Lenny that? Lenny did not apologize. Like, no, apologize. I don't think you've ever gone long. Lenny doesn't blow the light. No. Have you? Lenny ever, doesn't blow the light. Ever, like going. Natterman does not blow the light. Let me tell you something. I Bogell. once did like full like 15:30 or something like that because I was in the middle of. You don't know when the light's gonna go on sometimes because I'm not that exact. If there right. was a clock, I would know. But they don't have so like I'll start a bit and the second the words come out of my mouth the light goes on. Huh. So now maybe it's three minutes. So I will right. accidentally. You got to complete the bit. So you won't. Cut I remember the bit short. like the last time this I won't cut the bit short. So like the last time I did this, I go over and ha Alan Havy's next and he gave me what for, for like He's ten minutes. Maddie. Like dude, I you know on if stage? I have to explain this to you on stage, you said it. Or no, no, stage. when I got off, oh. he's like, you ran, you went over this whole thing. I'm like, I'm 30 seconds over on a bit that I started two right. minutes. You when I was the new, bit. though, and I got the light, when I was at those clubs, when I was really new, and I got the light, I'd be like, thank you very much. I mean, as soon as I saw the light, I don't uh, care what I was doing. I'd be when, like, when people ask me, me when they're auditioning for the thought, cellar, they all say to me, well, any advice? And everyone says, I was like, do not blow. blow the light. Yeah. But yeah. when I think about never like, blow the light, you I, should never blow the light. But I mean, certain people when I work with, I never if I'm hosting, let's say I never have to worry about like I know if it's you, Rogel, Natterman, Ryan Hamilton. Like, I know this this is show. If that's the show, the show is going to be you, right on you, time. You, yeah. But do you acknowledge the light? Like, I got it. You make the little signal. Depend at the cellar, you have to signal because they don't keep the light on. The, What's your signal? No, What's your light signal like? 
yeah, I'll, I'll look at him like that. That's good. I That's good. I like that. I like that Neil just tried to act out what your signal is. We're on a hey, podcast. Got that signal. Got that I give head him a nod. look. I get a head nod. I give him like a maybe a look. I just give him a point. Like I'm gesturing remember anyway. The, remember the movie Lenny, The Sting? <laughs> Lenny's, yeah. 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 I give him Lenny's the signal is I saw the light. Stop. I saw you piece of shit. How many times are you gonna flash it? I get it. Um. All right. How about this? Um. Do you care or don't care? Set for late night TV. You've, never, um, you've not done one of these. I have. I have. It's been. It's been a very long time. Which one's I, that? I care. I which, care. Which I did. I did. Um, Friday night videos. I did Comedy oh, Central. Right. I did. Uh, a few it's things. been a long time. So you care? Yeah, I care. I was. I was getting ready to put together. I and I was working with them on it. A Letterman set. Yep. And then, and this process started. And then he left six months before he left. Yeah. And then and I got and that was that because you know what happened. So this this is interesting. The after after. Uh, the the guy who did the warm up for the Letterman show they let him go, right. and uh, and so they let him go. So they auditioned like four or five different people, and to to replace him, each person did a week, and you, it was a paid week, and it was it was a it was great. I mean, you're performing in the Ed Sullivan Theater every day, you know Letterman's there, you know Paul Schaefer's there. It was uh, I loved it, and you're hanging out there for a few hours a day, and. Uh, Everybody else who did the warrant, it was me and all the other people were either writers for the show or comics who'd done the show before. And I'm the only person who had never done the show and wasn't writing for the show. So the fact that they let me do that was like a nice pat on the back. So after that, we were then putting together, you know, working on the set. And then it was like, well, listen, he's leaving. So, you know, they had on like Norm and Regan, like specific people that they, you know. Yep. And the, the warm-up job... Ended up going to Alan Coulter, the announcer, which I knew was going to happen because I said if he's going to be retiring, they're going to want to keep this like within their family, right. and it made sense to me. And I'm going to be perfectly honest with you, it was so cold in that theater yeah. that I really, like the end of the week, my hands were so chapped. I really thought to myself, I, I, as, I have to take this job if I get it, and I really actually thought I was going to get it. Letterman liked me, and uh, but it was so it was painful to be there. The first day of the warm up. I saw him turn to Bill Sheft, who was always on stage with him, mm -hmm. and he turned to Bill and he goes, what, what, "What's that guy's name?" And Bill said, "Ray Ellen." And Letterman goes, "Ray what?" He goes, "Ellen." Hey, how about a hand for Ray Ellen, everybody? And he was so it seemed so annoyed. <laughs> By the third day, he was saying, "Hey, how about a nice big hand for my good friend Ray Ellen? He's something, <laughs> huh?" And I was like, "This is great." And they all said to me, "You know, leave Dave alone. Don't bother him during the show." And he came walking over to me during a commercial break, and I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm not supposed to talk to him." And he came over and goes, "Hey, what do you think of the crab?" And he was awesome. Oh wow! So it was really cool, man. It was just um, that's a good gig. That's a good gig. So crazy. You care? I yeah, I care. Sure. Caring is good, Ray. Oh, yeah. I hope you get it. Thank you. That'd be good. All right. Well, we're done. We get we close our shows with um, something called good thing or bad thing of the week. Okay. And um, we always it, you could make fun of anything or. I know there's always like a bagpipe around my corner. I make fun of it. Drives me nuts. Or, you know, something. The subway, you guys all came in complaining about Ugh. the subway. So you could talk about that. Or, Neil, you want to start? Good thing of the week? Bad thing of the week? Good thing. I uh, got, just got all the SAG movies. I'm a member of the Screen Actors Guild because uh, I'm an actor. <laughs> and also AFTRA. I do a lot of background <laughs> acting. No, and I get this is the best time of the year. I get all the free movies. All the screeners. And you watch all of them. And I got all the TV shows. Can you recommend one to everyone? Well, last night I saw uh, Call Me By Your Name. Oh, how was that? Did not like it. Uh, Did not like it at all. Homosexuals. Bethel, uh, a lot of homosexuality, which didn't bother me. I just thought everyone <laughs> was so mean in the movie, and there wasn't there was no homosexual chemistry, which I so that was enjoyed. a good and bad one. Bethel, I look over there. I'm Bethel's not enjoying crying. this movie. She's crying, <laughs> and I know that I've missed it. 
I know that I've missed the art and it makes me feel bad about myself because again, I've missed the art. And I said at the end, I go, it is one of the most beautiful monologues I've heard at the end. Clearly that's the one, but I didn't think the dad was cast right. And I just, I don't know. I got, I get to. So the good thing the is the screeners good thing are good. Is the screeners are great. The I'm watching all the movies. The bad thing is I turned into like a movie reviewer. Was and there I'm too critical? Was there any one that you found? I'm taking my SAG voting too serious. Was there one that you liked? Uh, I did like, believe it or not, The Shape of Water. Really? Yeah, Everybody's thought that talk, was really said, good. All the comics have been talking about I, Tanya. I, 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 I yeah. liked Itania. I liked Itania. By the way, the, the Golden Globes. I mean, yeah. Let's let's uh, let's celebrate uh, the woman who the 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 crowbar whack lady during the year of like say no to assault. Right. Oh yeah, you did make <laughs> yeah. that point. It's unbelievable. Uh, my good thing or bad thing of the week. It's a good thing. I'm going to the Olympics. You are going. Yeah, done deal. Done deal. Oh, that's nice. exciting. Don't know well, the quite the dates yet, but it looks like I knew that was going to happen. And it's. That's going to be interesting. Because she's a big enough star where I knew you were going to get... Your it's going to be fun. You know what I hear awesome. nice is over there? It's a little, like a day trip to North Korea. Yeah. A little the day DMZ, trip. The DMZ, where like 60 miles... No, I'm miles talking into you. North Korea for the day trip. It's like a little package. I'll oh, is it? For you. Yeah. Oh, okay. You got great, that for great me? Great little day trip for you. Hey, they're going to be at the Olympics, so I never felt safer in my life now that the North Koreans are in. Do you know that I read... <laughs> Why would you blow up your own people? Oh, that's you know, I, I Unless they suck. So I hope they win. Maybe they're send, sending the shitty people that they Yeah, could you imagine like, oh, they didn't get the gold medal. <laughs> I must the worst put, accent. I, I read that the North that's like North the guy Korea from breakfast at Tiffany's. They're sending. Oh, yeah, uh, that's funny. No, no, I heard North Korea is sending some athletes, and they're also sending a cheering squad. I know they did say cheer. Oh, I cheering I squad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I think I read it right. Is a cheering squad or firing squad? <laughs> but, I, but a cheering squad. I would pat. I would double pat down those people coming into the country. It's. Well, are you there for the whole time? All no, no, weeks? no. Just a week. I'll oh, that's going to be amazing. When is that? Uh, it starts like three days. The Super Bowl is February 4th. The Olympics start like February, I want to say 8th. Wow. And it goes to like the 25th or something like that. So that's I'll be your, there in the teens. Is that your first time in Asia? Yeah. Wow, that's so. a big trip. Is your wife going to meet you there? Figure out what you want from there. Yeah, uh, well, no, she's not coming. Wow, you guys really spend chunks of time apart, which is fine. We don't I mean, spend chunks of time apart. February, we're going to be apart because she has to work all of February in L.A. And so she goes L.A., L.A., London, L.A. That's her entire month. Wow. And mine is going to be Aruba. What's up? South Korea. Yeah. Cruise. What's up? L.A. Badass. You <laughs> <laughs> Ray, give me one good thing, a bad thing of the week. Well, the 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 bad thing. Well, the the bad thing is that I I have been so single and so solo. It's been more than a week. It's been quite a while. Oh my god! And now it's a bad thing because I, it, it's it's so cold. It'd be nice to have someone to cuddle up with and have some cozy time. Holy shit! It's, Give me the it's I'm gonna good let me because take out being, the world's smallest violin. Are you kidding it's, me? It's good, bad. good. It's good because I'm being so productive work wise and getting a lot oh, done. I'm gonna throw up, Ray. Every two seconds, there's another woman I hitting on you that. outside. That's, I let let me finish. with Here's this story. He said a week. You know how hard it is? Well, it's a been longer. It's been a while. Well, you said more a than week. a week. Oh you said my god! No, I said it's been a week, but that's much a longer. Week than a week of pain. Everywhere he goes, he's got another girl. Give me a break. I was. I walked out of the cellar one day, and I, he's talking to a girl who cannot be twenty-five, right? And she is all over him, right? And, I, and so all of a sudden, I walk over to say hi. Hey, did you meet this girl? Yeah, I say hi. I'm like, okay, who's is this? Your niece? No, it's <laughs> it's Ray's next conquest. And this woman accosts me, who's probably in her 40s, you know, mid 40, very attractive woman. You know, she's like Ray, and so she starts chatting me up. I was like, I was just in a conversation with Ray. <laughs> so this woman's chatting me up. How how long do you do this? And Ray, and I'm like, 
are you wingman the girl? I'm like, who are you? She goes, I'm that girl's oh, mother. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. So Ray was going to, like, Ray plays cards right. Probably either one, whatever he wants. <laughs> Listen. Ladies, man. These these women are. It's rough times right we're, now. We're talking, we were we talking about the you. Salvation Army. I bought some Girl Scout cookies. It was all. <laughs> we feel for you. Yeah, I'm very, very. That's that's the but, bad thing of the week. But I'm, I'm being, but I'm being productive. Oh, I all right. Hope you know what the real bad thing is? The, the, this cold weather. I can't take it. I have Aruba blood in me. Yep. I can't take this cold. All I do is food delivery, and I'm taking you know car services. Well, to lucky shows. you're down there for three months out of the year. Once in November when it gets a little chilly, and then when you're going down there in February where it's freezing February, cold. February, March. So you'll be watching the Olympics from Aruba. Yeah, I'm gonna. You gotta, you gotta wave to me from the. Uh, <laughs> I, I hope I see you on camera waving. Yeah. <laughs> Hold up a sign that says fresh fish. <laughs> bing, bing, right. bing. That was great. Ray, thank you so much. Thank for you, guys. Me. That was great. That was fun. That was the most fun fun. podcast we'll ever. The, there you go. Aruba. Love see it. In, yeah, we'll see you in Aruba. Yeah, we got to get Neil down there. Oh, yeah. Arubacomedy.com. Raycomedy.com. There you go. What's your when, What's your Twitter? My Twitter is at Ray Ellen, and Instagram is at Ray Comedy. There you go. Bye, Thanks, everybody. Guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>